0: Hallelujah. I came to challenge your heart this short time to be generous with your offerings. Tell your neighbor, be generous with your offerings. Be liberal. Give freely. For freely you have received. Freely give. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today and for the opportunity to share in your word. We pray that, Lord, you will take us from this level to another level of intimacy with you, that we will know you better, we understand you better, we'll live for you better, to the end that when you appear, we shall be found worthy to be with you. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Today is Palm Sunday, and um, so I want us to celebrate what, something out of the whole story, which is acceptable offerings acceptable offerings you know this season is a season of sacrifice and offerings as you rightly know from Palm Sunday through all the week they call Passion Week we're going to be talking and hearing a lot about the sacrifice of Christ but Jesus has the Bible says in Hebrews he has paid the price or of offering once and for all Amen. The tables have to turn. You and I now have to reciprocate. We need to respond to his offering. Amen. And for you to respond to his offering, you need to understand his offering. You need to understand what went on from this time of the the, 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 the Passion Week, the entry into Jerusalem, to all the other things that he paid for. So, as we look at what is acceptable, maybe a lot of the praises, a lot of the worship, a lot of the giving of funds and support of welfare that we do, a lot of the dancing, a lot of the, the even the offerings of work and labor in the kingdom, That we make, we render to the Lord, I'm not sure it all is acceptable in the sight of God. That's why we must take pains and time to understand what it means to do acceptable sacrifices or offerings for the Lord. Amen. We don't want to get there finally one day like people in the book of uh, Matthew 25 when people said, Lord, did we not do this in your name? Did we not do that in your name? And the Lord said, Go away, you work of iniquity. I never knew you. It's not that, that that'll be too late. But whilst we have our lives today, let's desire to know what Lord would you call an acceptable offering. And I want to walk in an, I want to give in an, an acceptable offering so that the Lord Himself will give me the reward of a good laborer. Amen. In the gospel, according to John, there are three versions of of the the account of the entry into Jerusalem. Um, There's a Luke version, there's a John version. I think all the gospels have it. But they all have different emphasis. And I want to take that according to John. John chapter 12. From verse 12 to 19. And it reads in the Amplified, says, the next day, a vast crowd of those who had come to the Passover feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees, note, palm trees, and went out to meet him. And as they went, they kept shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he, and praise to him who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus, having found a young donkey, rode upon it, just as it is written in the scriptures. Do not fear, O daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on the donkey. Let me end at verse 16. His disciples did not understand and could not comprehend the meaning of these things first. But when Jesus was glorified and exalted, they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. Amen. In this story, if you mix it together, add it to the story of Luke, and probably you mix it with Matthew, you see that there are sacrifices that should be noted. Number one sacrifice we note is that, he says that, the the scripture says, a donkey or a colt on which no man ever sat hallelujah a donkey i believe the owner of the donkey made a great sacrifice hallelujah if we're talking of a donkey in those days we're talking of having a nice car today you you have a a, 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 you save all your money to buy a fresh car and here is a stranger coming to town, you don't know him. You don't know his driving skills. You don't know what he can do with it. Whether he will take it out of town or use, leave it with you. He sends for his servants. Having no regard for you, the right of ownership. In this era where people know their rights. I know my rights. It's mine. Even husbands and wives, most of the fights that people are having is about property. True or false. A lot of divorce cases, a lot of divisions, even in churches and in many places of business. It's all about control and ownership of assets. So you buy a car and you don't sit in the car, and a stranger sends a message that "send me your car." Your, your, there, there's a prophet, there was, There's a debate about uh, is it a, a Rolls Royce, Bentley, or some? They said there's a Phantom, a car called Phantom. I haven't seen it with my eyes, but it looks like a Rolls Royce. And they say prophets are fighting over who has one, who has two, who has three, who has four. So you buy a phantom. (laughs) I don't know how, when you sit in it and you get down and the one who sits in the throttle and gets down, whether you feel differently. But they debate and argue, I sit in a Rolls Royce this and that one sits in a Jaguar and that one sits in this. So you buy what, say, a coal that no one ever sat in. To offer it as a sacrifice is not a joke. And whoever that man is, I salute him and I pray that one day God will help us to meet him. Amen. He offered it and Jesus received it. Amen. He didn't argue much. He said, who is asking for it? Oh, the master has need of it. And then he gave it away. are you willing to give? When you compare that to what Jesus, uh, Paul said in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 4, 7, what is it that you have that was not given to you? Intellect, dignity, reputation. Some of us are so protective, defensive of our dignity, our reputation. Some also protective of their age. Don't you know? You think, you think I'm a small boy? You think I'm a small girl? What do you think of me? Many of the what you think of me is about what I have, what I've attained. Or oh, isn't that true? Our sacrifice, Jesus taught us through the example of that day. That everything we own, everything we have, doesn't really belong to us. Number one, hallelujah. Number two, we see the Bible says, and people brought their clothes and they laid them on the streets. Now, in the Near East or the Middle Eastern area, clothes signifies people's position in society. Clothes, you see. Is it John the Baptist who said that those who wear proper clothes, they are in the king's palace. But what did you come out to see? A man clothed in reeds. Hallelujah. So when you wear your clothes, look at the parable of the, 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 the prodigal son. The guy, when he came, what did the father do? He put up the servanthood clothes and he put on him the royal clothes. So when people say, when the Bible says, and they move their clothes, they are symbol of importance. They are symbol of dignity. What makes them who they are in society? And the Bible said in the, that, that, um, uh, uh, John account, Luke account of 15, when he talks about the Protagoras, and he gave him a ring. The clothes and the rings all signify status. This signifies importance and what you can command and what you cannot command. Because, you see, when, when the king, Ahasuerus, was confronted by the situation that Esther and Cole were, were, were dealing with, the Bible said, unless the, the, the king had a signet, something that when he on his ring, if he showed it, he showed authority. Amen. So the Bible said, they moved their clothes. I don't, I don't know how close, how incomplete they were in their time. That's why when King David, the king, danced and he moved the clothes, it was an issue with their wife. Because your, your clothes you wear signifies your glory, your honor. And we're, telling, we're talking about sacrifice. We're, talk, we're talking about worship. Many of us are worshipping with our clothes on. Our rings are on. Our gadgets are on. We are sitting on our donkeys. High horse. Our place of respect. And we still say we are worshipping. And they cut palm trees. According to John. John was the one who that gave that detail. Other ones just talk about clothes. And some say just trees. But John said palm tree. Palm. In 1979. The party that won the national election. Was called People's National Party. Eh, Abe. Their campaign message. When they went to village. They'll say. Abe. What do you get from Abe? they say The, the branch will give you prayer, the branch will give you shade, this, then they go a a Some of you don't know Emre, Mushroom Maybe. If you have not been to the farm you don't know what I'm talking about. If you live only in cantonment or Bema camp, you'll never know what I'm talking about. You've never seen a palm tree that is there that they have smoked and their palm one tupper has put and the thing is flowing. Fresh! The palm. Your fruitfulness. The things that you've... Your future. All laid at the feet of Jesus to walk. They cut palm trees. Fruitfulness. And... Palm signifies royalty in the Middle East. Royalty. And the scripture said, they cut palms. Then they brought the fruit of their lips, according to Hebrews 5, 13 verse 15. They praised him, say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. Hallelujah. Four symbols of worship. Four symbols of sacrifice. Just to welcome the king of glory into Jerusalem. Today we don't have, we are not in Jerusalem, we are in Ghana. We don't have donkey, but you have a house. You have a car. You have something that is of value. That the Lord is willing to use. Will you, as a sign of sacrifice, as a sign of worship, give it to the Lord? Hallelujah. How can my sacrifice be accepted before the Lord? Let's look at Romans chapter 12. From verse 1. In the same Amplified. He says, I appeal to you therefore, watch. When he says therefore, it means that the preceding chapter has something that is of interest to where we are. What was the discourse between Apostle Paul and the Romans in that letter, the Christians in Rome? He was talking about the fact that the Jews... some of the new Christians were thinking that the Jews had been forsaken and that he was arguing that God's the gifts and calling of God are without repentance and God has his eyes still on the Jews and that we the Gentiles who were neglected have been graced or we have enjoyed the mercy of God by coming into the family of God. Hallelujah. So you don't qualify, I don't qualify. But because God is making you aware that by divine promotion, by divine elevation, you have now entered into the place where we become special children of God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Say Amen. So the Bible said, because you are recognizing, you see, it means you cannot properly worship or offer a, a, a sacrifice without reason, without understanding where you have come from. Why people have to be begged to clap dance, rejoice. Why people have to be begged to give financially to the Lord and think that this is mine, I have to protect it. Why people have to be begged to offer themselves in service to God in ministry without understanding as a sacrifice. They don't understand because they have not known where they have come from. When you understand where you have come from, you will say like Apostle Paul, Lord, what would I have me to do? You will be asking the Lord, Lord, what will you have? No pastor, no deacon, no elder is going to have to beg you to offer your time. You will say, ah! I want to roll. If you want me to just roll on the ground every day, I will come and roll on the ground. If you want me to just pick death or wash the, like Bishop, uh, uh, Prophet Anthony said, if you want me to, even old as I am, to just wash the, 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 the toilets or whatever, the facilities, I'm willing that is the, the, the man who understood where he has come from. So he says, I beseech you therefore, because of where God has brought you from. Because of the redemption in Christ. Because of the fact that you used to, you, you say, in, in, to the efficiency. He says, you were once darkness. Now you soon, But now, have become the light. You have now become the children of God. We were, we were not qualified. I was telling you, our brother and our sister... Where they have come from, I have, I have been to their area where they, they, they do the, the artificial limbs, the, 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 the natural traditional. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Pop. You know, there's a, 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 a natural uh, Ghana local pop in, in the north, in one area. There's a, there's a town purposely for that there, from that area, and it's not easy to come from that place. To say you are going to Christ, the the closest you become is to become a good Catholic, a devout Catholic who just follows the fathers, but you can still come back to the rituals. You go to Maria on Sunday and Monday you go and do your things. Or even the Sunday after the church at 10 or 11 after the mass, then in the evening you go and when they come and play the drum, you respond, you do what I mean. We all grew up like that. I grew up like that. I grew up seeing elders going to them every morning. I've seen elders go to perform rituals. So that's why I'm coming. Every There's no day I don't forget that day. I used to see grand people, old people, finding it normal. I saw, I've seen grandmothers, grandparents, or old people who, got, who went to church and still thought that, still adding, putting all their powder and dancing and going to eat the food of their idols. I thought, I grew up believing that it was normal. And that one could go to church and still do that. I don't know about you. So when you see me rejoicing and dancing in the Lord and happy, I can, I can, I can, I can refer to the therefore. I don't know your therefore. Before the therefore. Hallelujah. Before the therefore. Your chapter 11. What does your chapter 11 read? How does it read? Well, that what is your what you, you, you are not in the Roman Rome, you are not your story will be different from the Christians in Rome, but there is a story there, there is a story you know, and that story should challenge you to accept the Apostle Paul's edification or exhortation that, therefore, knowing where you have come from, knowing the, 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 the darkness of your roots. The weakness, how embarrassing, how shameful, how dirty, how messy your roots are at Nswatre, in, in the brung region. A woman whose totem was a tortoise. You can identify with that. By Kwabnampuanza, totemism, African traditional religion. You are coming from a totem at uh, 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 In Nswatre. In and me, in sixth form, getting to know about totemism. Almost all the illustrations of witchcraft and trouble, the, your uncle cited it in your book. Yes. So, that, that kind of background, and you are sitting here two three steps, you are in the altar, the prayer area. It's a serious deliverance. It's a serious deliverance. Because you, see, you, you are one step into total blind, blindness. One step if I read Kwanam Ponsai's book, that uh, 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 one whose totem was a tortoise or a crocodile, falling down and uh, asking that the, way, the, uh, the, the, the tail be whacked, and asking that water be poured on here, like a crocodile, as if in water. And I can remember that clearly in this in, my, in my dormitory. Then I can see how much he has delivered you. And others all, those who are from Lakma and the other ones, the people are here. People who, who, when we were born, our parents didn't know how to name us in church. My generation, we, when you were born, you were taken out into the sun. They gave you insenia, ana, Isn't that? And your father was a chief. Like mine. And you know what it means. They have done things on your blind side. But when Jesus came on the scene, When Jesus came on the scene, all those things have been nullified. Hallelujah. So when we talk about offering, let's understand. It begins with understanding of where you used to be. When you are giving, when you are pledging to Santoy. When you, you are pledging to giving uh, helping a brother or a sister in need, you are not doing because oh may what I may be. No. You know where you have also come from. When the Lord touches your heart to say, Go go and be a singer and attend rehearsal, don't they, oh, when I'm free, then I can go. When I'm not free, this thing they are worrying us too much. That's what brother. So so, so, so when are you go, even they'll call you. You are thank you God that He's even calling you. Offering yourself as a living sacrifice. Say, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. That's another level. By the mercies of God. You know, this past week, there was a story in the news about a couple in um, your hometown area. A sin area. Okay. Two of them. a husband and wife were making susu or something. And they pledged to be honest to each other. And I think part of the susu got missing. And the husband said, now nah, you lie, lie, those of us who are been A people, every, you lie, lie, man, you lie, lie, woman, everything, everybody say, everybody, they lie, lie, ha, ha. Me, I know they lie, lie. So they were accusing each other. <laughs> and the man said, if, if you meet a lie, let thunder strike and lightning beat me, kill me. The woman to said the same thing. The next few days, rain came. And before they could say Jack, husband died. The next minute, the woman said, Oh, the way that the thing is coming is getting close. So she called her mother and said, mother, this lightning which is coming, I hear the man is gone. I have to tell you the truth. We went to sue. My husband and I, we made a covenant that whoever has stolen, should die. And apparently both have stolen. So the lightning killed the two of them. This is real story. This is not fabrication. This is real. Ghana News. I think it was PCFM on Friday or so. In the evening. Those of you who are in church, of us who are in church, and have been cursing people, Antoine Yama and those things, be careful. Or if somebody offends you, you do, well, sit on the floor somewhere, you are so offended, you know what I mean? Those who understand, understand. If you are not old a certain way, you, you have not been there. If you are in cantonment, remain in cantonment. You don't need to know. If you are, no matter how depressed or offended you are, be careful what you say. But you see, Paul was not invoking, if even the, the, the lightning they invoked could bring such trouble. Paul said, I invoke. The mercies of God. God created the light. He created the tender. He created the rain. And here you are. He he could have said, as brethren, please try your best and offer yourself as a sacrifice. He didn't say so. He said, by the mercies of God. Which means that it's it's a high spiritual appeal. You didn't go to the second court of spirituality. He didn't go to the High Court of Spirituality. He didn't go to the Appeals Court of Spirituality. He went to the Supreme Court of the Spirituality. And even there beyond it, because Supreme Court, other people sit in council. In the highest court there, he, he doesn't sit in council with anybody. And he said, I appeal to you by the mercies of God. So the subject of offering ourselves as a sacrifice or as an offering is no light matter. Sometimes people take cases to magistrate and they tell them this one, it doesn't fit here. You take it to some court and they tell you this one, the amount involved and the nature of the issue, the complication, the complicated nature of the matter is something that must go to a different court. Or you take it to a higher court and they tell you this one, take it lower. But here you are. He appeals to the highest court in the universe. By the mercies of God. That what God would do for against you and I, if we don't worship properly, if we don't serve properly, if we don't offer sacrifices properly, there are consequences. So he says, by the mercies of God. Those of us who think that sacrifice, giving offering on a Sunday is optional. Giving God's due, giving a pledge financially, or making time for God is optional. I have news for you. Paul said, I appeal to you by the mercy. He meant it. By the mercy. it means there is a ruling, and the ruling has gone against you. But you plead the mercy. That's it. You plead, even judges we plead for mercy. But this one is most high God. So there is something we should have done that we probably we haven't done properly. So by the message of God that even if we don't worship well, we don't do the things as we have done in the past well, Lord, I beg you, forgive the sins and give them another chance. That's what it is. So if it's about offering myself, my body, my voice, my time, whatever God has given to me, my prayer, my gifts, my heart, My money as a living sacrifice. I know there are consequences if I don't do it right. Lord help me to do it right. Amen. The whole of chapter 12 breaks this subject down further. Romans chapter 12. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Now look at the amplify. It says to make a decisive dedication. Offerings are not optional, are not, should not be flippant. That is where we go wrong. When you look through anytime there's an instruction for people to give, whether it's financial or time or something, you see that there is a conscious effort by God to be very specific. It's intentional, it's deliberate. Look at Second Corinthians nine seven. Let's look at it. There are intentional attitudes that one ought to have, nine seven, not seven nine. Says, let each one, let each is more or less an instruction. Give as he has made up his mind. See, you have to be intentional. You don't come to church and when and ask, when you've forgotten that there's office. so as you are, they are doing it and quickly, remember you put them anything you get. No. Intentional. Make up his own mind. Don't let somebody make your mind. Make up your own mind. If you're going to do a ministry of a, a, a service to the Lord as a sacrifice, make up your own mind. Tell your neighbor, make up your mind. Offerings and sacrifices that we don't make up our mind is not acceptable to God. Make up your mind. And then, Or you decide, that, oh, to, from today, I'm not going to give 10 CDs again. It's a made-up mind. Or you say, from today, I'll not give this or that again. Beyond that. Or from today, if I'm committed to this ministry, I'm not going to be late for rehearsal. Or I'm not going to be late. Or if I'm going to help people in this category or that category, I've made up my mind. It's a deliberate. Let each man, as he has made up his own mind, offering yourself to God. Don't say, oh, God accepts anything. No. If you want God to accept your offering, be it your time, your energy, your resource in terms of helping a brother or a sister, decide. Then you don't grumble. Then you don't complain. He says, make up your own mind. Purpose in your heart. Offerings that don't come from the heart, but come from the mind. That come from pleasing people, crowd. Oh, the way I was feeling bad. The way everybody was going, and it was my, so. I, I just want to put my. I don't put anything, but I just put it in. No, 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 no. You've lost it i'll just be in the choir this day i decided i'll be to myself i'll just be me i won't say anything your heart is not correct let God correct your heart there's something wrong with it you are praying but okay i'll just be there the prayer meeting one hour i'll just be there but the, the meeting will end and i'll go no 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 that offering of prayer is not effective it's not acceptable you're worshiping. Oh, okay, this song I don't like it. This song I don't like. It. I want the, the next song to pass. Then I'll, then I'll be in the mood. <laughs> you haven't made up your mind. <laughs> when they, they sing my song, Nara Nara will come. Then I will enjoy. <laughs> As soon as they change the song, okay, that's it. But this Ghana kind of song I don't like this the way they are saying. I'll just I'll just be there. I'll just be there. You lost it. Make up your mind. That's hey, Worship time. 15 minutes. What? Whatever me and God, like my friend uh, Kambu said, today the heavens will kiss the earth. You have to decide. She went on the day, uh, as they entered, Jesus entered Jerusalem, the heavens kissed the earth. Hallelujah. It opened the door into the final road into the, 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 the to, to Golgotha. She's purpose in his heart. Not reluctantly. Whatever offering you are giving, not reluctantly. Not like you are, oh this I sorry I won't have you any and they say mission offering Actually, I say you're there you. the next day you say this every day this me I'm tired not reluctantly if you don't want to give if you don't feel just take your time and say Lord help me next time when I get it, I'll give more Period. don't deceive anybody don't deceive yourself or under compulsion your husband is pushing you because you're i also going That's not it. Or, for God loves, he takes pleasure, you see, See, there are some offerings he doesn't take pleasure in. But the ones that he takes pleasure in, in pleasure, prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon. when When you give the proper offering, God can't say no. He can't reject it. Whether it's a prayer, whether it's a worship, whether it's a dance, or a, a lifting up of hands, whether it's a clapping. Not because somebody says, give it again to the Lord. He, like like uh, uh, Mussolini's meeting. Or, or, or Chinese party clapping. Ah, no. You know what it is? Or Cuba, Fidel Castro clapping. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Everybody quiet. That one is Fidel Castro clapping. Intermittently, then you do 50 minutes, 50 minutes, 50, minutes, 50, minutes, 50 seconds, 50, they have 50 seconds. So every 30 minutes, you take a break as if you drink water, then pa, 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 Then you keep quiet. Or like primary school, day nursery, another one, pa, 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 pa. That's not what God wants. When we do that, God doesn't accept it. In our eyes, it looks okay. He says he prizes and unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous prompt to do it. Nobody has to you yourself, you prompt yourself to do it. Giver whose heart, whose heart is in his giving, giving of the time. Giving of the money, giving of the, of the prayer, giving of the worship, giving of the clothes, giving of the dignity, giving of the status, giving of the place of honor, giving of the respect, giving of the value. Anything that we say we are giving must be something that God can gladly receive. We have lived for a long time as believers, brethren, and taking it for granted what we give to the Lord. But today, as we celebrate the triumphal entry of Christ into Jerusalem, I urge us all to give in a way that God will feel honored. I cannot end without mentioning that, you see, it begins with the relationship. You see, the time will not allow me. The whole of Romans 12 is about the relationship with God and with one another. Offering yourself to service or in service to God or anything of substance to God without being connected to God is useless. Read it well. Chapter 12. You see clearly. That's why he, says, he even talks about up to the end. He says that vengeance is mine. All of it is about relational giving or relational sacrifice. The whole of chapter 12 of Romans deals with the fact that offering anything we offer in the kingdom must be premised on a solid, genuine, sincere, even verse 9. He says that let love be without hypocrisy or dissimulation. And he talks about let each man not seek his own interest. All of it is all about giving, giving, giving. Offering, 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 and the fundamental offering. Why it is so when you read first Corinthians thirteen, when he talks about verse three, he said, If I give myself to be bent, if I give all that I have to the poor, but I've not loved, it is useless. That's why you see clearly that it is about the, 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 the relational thing. That's why Jesus said, If you are even going to offer an offering and there's a, a, a relational problem, they solve it first. So today, as we celebrate Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, let's remind ourselves that we are not going to just give any offerings to the Lord as we enter into the Holy Week. The offering, the foot of our lips, Hebrews 13, verse 15 and 6, 17. It's not going to be just anything. The pocket, the wealth that we have, It's not going to be just anything. The time and the energy that God has given us, that will give us an offering, it shouldn't be just anything, but first, we connect to Jesus. And secondly, we connect to one another. I pray that God will give us the grace that we will not just give anything, but we will remember where we have come from and give bountifully, give graciously, give without compulsion. May the Lord remember our offering. Do you know that your offering can speak to God? Do you know that your offering has a message? I pray that God will give us that revelation as we bow our heads in prayer. Thank you, Lord. I need you, Lord, every hour. I need your grace, O Lord, that I can give what is of value sincerely to you. For all that I am, all that I have is yours. Help my brethren to catch this same revelation. Help us all to walk in this truth. That our sacrifices and offerings will not be rejected but will be accepted before you. That we do it not Lord as I service unto men but unto you. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.